Welcome to a Life of Choice podcast, the podcast that helps you shift and broaden your perspective to get more out of life. I'm your host, Robin McCaig, so let's get started. Welcome back. This week's topic is on anger. I've had several deep conversations with people lately about anger, and I'm curious how things are going for you with this emotion. It's something that has never been easy for me. I grew up in a family where I had a rageaholic father, and I really went into survival. I withdrew and didn't know how to express anger, let alone other feelings, but anger was a really, really tough one for me. And then I repeated the pattern. I married someone who had similar dynamics, although their pattern was to let it build up and then explode because they couldn't deal with things in the moment and talk about what was going on and really see how we could support each other. So we were both immature in our emotions at the time. And so we matched energetically. And of course, we pushed each other's buttons and triggered each other all over the place. And of course, that didn't last. It was still a good learning ground to see the pattern. And even with the awareness I did have, I was surprised because I didn't think I had repeated the pattern because on the external, the person looked different. They weren't the typical person I was dating. And so the external looked really good, but I didn't take the time to be really present in how I was feeling and understand how they were feeling. This was before I understood how important values and those different types of conversations that we need to have with people that we're intimate with. We need to have those to make sure that we are compatible because if we just gloss things over, it's going to cause problems further down the line. It's so important to have that honesty up front about what's important to us, how we deal with things, rather than stuffing it all down inside. And so that's why we see the road rage and everything else. And we see how things have come to a head. And of course, we have astrological influences right now that is really in that fiery energy until the new year. So there's all these different things that are happening. So anger is really present for people, whether or not we're feeling it. Often we pick it up from those around us and we see it every day in the news and around people with the different things that are happening. So it's, it's pretty unavoidable. So if you want to put your head in the sand, it's probably not the best thing because the better we can deal with these emotions, especially anger, the healthier, happier, and the longer that we're going to actually live. So it's interesting in the discussion tonight because when we started, one person thought we would be talking mainly about how we experienced anger and some of us talked about how we actually reacted to other people's anger first because that was the beginning of the learning about anger for me and my family where I saw anger and that it wasn't healthy, that you couldn't express it safely. And so it took a long time to feel safe enough to be able to express some of that. And part of the learning curve was seeing where I would go into those passive aggressive behaviors 
So some things I'm not so proud of, but that's okay, right? We're all here to learn. It's a learner's plane in this life that we're in. And the more that we can uncover those patterns, then we can move beyond them. But unless we're aware of them, how can we move and say, okay, I choose not to do that anymore, though I might fall back into the pattern. How can I get back into what I do want to do? And forgive ourselves. You know, it's so important. We need to forgive ourselves for what we've done because we didn't know. We weren't educated. But once we are, once we have the awareness, then it's up to us to take that personal responsibility to grow and mature beyond the developmental level that we got stuck at for that particular thing, in this case, anger. So the passive aggressive behaviors would be things like just not speaking and then doing something to sabotage the relationship. I remember when I'd first moved down to the Vancouver area to go to university and I met someone at a dance and we were dating and it took me a long time to feel safe around someone because of my past. And there would be a saying, still one waters run deep. And I just kind of smile and nod, but I really didn't engage whether it was anger or fear or whatever the feeling was. And so if boundaries were crossed, then I didn't express the anger. I just sucked it up and thought that's what I needed to do. That's what I learned in my family until I got ill. And this is why it's so important. I ended up with breast cancer. And for you, it could be heart issues, stomach issues, all sorts of different health issues that this can create because we're not dealing with our feelings. And anger is a very, very powerful, powerful feeling, emotion, something we need to express in a healthy way. So during that time, I would yeah, simply withdraw, not respond, or just kind of nod and go along with things. But inside, resentment, irritation, anger would be building. And so the way out of that was learning that I had my right to my feelings, understanding that I could take time to actually go in and feel my feelings, that anger was normal, that this was simply a tool for me to use. And if we look at history, it was anger that actually shifted things in our environments, in our way we treat each other for the good. So there's no good or bad emotion. It's simply how we express it and how we choose to be with it and use it in an effective way because it's all information that we need. And I'll admit I'm not perfect. Even today, I still can find myself falling into that trap of starting to go into the passive aggressive and then I have to call myself on it. So what I find if I'm going into passive aggressive behavior, usually it's because I'm feeling victimized. So that is not a place of power. So it's like, why am I feeling like I don't have choice in the moment? So we're back to a life of choice. So we ever have choice. So it's like, where am I feeling like I don't have options? And 
this can be the root of a lot of anger for people right now, especially feeling like they're hemmed in, they don't have choice, they don't have options. And so the anger builds and they express it against other people, other things, not in a healthy way. So one of the best ways I've found personally to deal with anger is to be physical, to really just be able to get out for a walk or jump around or sing or dance or do something that really allows me to express something with my body and move the energy and swear if I need to with no one around, not at anyone, but simply in my room. There's lots of therapy tools out there too that talk about beating a pillow, just pounding on the bed, getting a Nerf bat to pound things. Sometimes with clients, I'll have them just pound the seat that they're on just to help them to feel it move through their body. And then look at what is the positive that anger is telling us? Is it around boundaries? Is it around places where we're feeling victimized that we need to step up for ourselves and speak up or do something, get into action? Anger is very powerful for moving us into action. If you look at people who have lost loved ones due to drunk driving, due to diseases, whatever it is, that anger and passion really help to move things forward. They set up foundations, they get things moving, get things done. So how can you make friends with your anger? Is your anger a friend or a foe? So be curious, what is my anger telling me? How can I take a moment to actually allow it to be without expressing it, to tap into what, what is it telling me, and especially before we express. And if you're with someone else, this is really important because this is an immature level if we're just expressing it in a way that is not healthy, we can certainly talk about it without being aggressive, without dumping it on the other person. So simply saying, I am angry about and talking about the behavior, right? We do this with children. It's like, it's not you, it's the specific behavior. You did this particular thing. So the more specific again, and often that will help to calm us a bit so we can have a little bit of a detachment to start to see, oh, this is a feeling, this is what's going on for me, rather than being in that old reptilian brain where we just want to express it on whatever is out there, you know, where people pound their fist and put fists through doors and create damage, throw things that and smash things, those kind of things. That doesn't have to happen if we're aware. And it doesn't have to be that extreme. It can be simply that we have behaviors that we don't like of how we've expressed to other people. So along with that, taking that time to understand and making friends with it, seeing that it's not something we want to dismiss, we do not want to put it into shadow where then it's going to affect us on our unconscious level rather than expressing it and letting it move because 
this is the whole thing with fight or flight. If we allow it to move through our bodies, then it doesn't get stuck. The trauma will move. And this is what we see in the animal kingdom. So let it move through you. What can you do to, to let it move? And then maybe take some time later if there's a specific trigger. What is that trigger? Why is that happening? And looking at more around the root cause of it. So that's my discussion today on anger. And I'm curious if you have made friends with anger, how it is for you. And if you want to continue the discussion, please join the Facebook community at a life of choice community. Thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed listening, please rate and recommend the show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.